can't understand why I'm not fixed by now. Begging, I have pleaded, take this pain, but I'm still pleading. Heart, trust you for certain. Head says it's not working. I'm stuck here, still hurting. But you tell me you're
Turn to Matthew 15. You see, it's one of the easiest things to fall into for God's people and one of the worst things to fall into. Matthew 15. Verse 18. The things that proceed out of the mouth comes from the heart. And those are the things that defile the man. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts and murders and adulteries and fornications and thefts and false witness and slanders. These are the things which defile the man, but to eat with unwashed hands is not defile the man. What's the context? The orthodox view of food, unclean, clean, which is from the Torah, but they went 
way much farther than what God ever said, but there was a reason for that. But what they said is, look, your apostles are eating, your disciples are eating with unwashed hands. That makes them unclean. He says, that's not what makes somebody unclean. What makes something unclean is what not comes into the mouth, but what comes out of the mouth. Because out of the mouth comes what is from the heart. And so where you're really at, it's not the body that makes you unclean, it's the heart that makes you unclean, if it's unclean. And so the link is to your mouth reveals what's in your heart. People think that gossip is about the object of gossip. No, it's about the person who's gossiping. It reveals not about the person who's spoken about, it reveals about the person who is speaking. It's not, a, it, it exposes what's in your heart. Do you understand? It is what the Lord is saying is what comes out of your mouth. Now you can say phony things, you can say things that you don't feel, but it's gonna, but it's gonna get out there. It's gonna come out. The good heart never seeks to tear down another person. Never seeks to. It only deals with things if it's for good. If it has to deal with, if under compulsion has to deal with a problem, then addresses that. Be only in a way that brings good. But when there's evil in our heart, we speak words of death. Cutting words. And even if we say it, I, you know, I say this in love. No, it's the opposite of the good heart because what's happening is we're using that as a cover for what we know is not right. I love this person, but... It's the but. The love was just what I, we said. But I love it, but... In the name of holiness, you know, that's another thing that great... Well, we'll talk about that, but you know, you know I see people say, you know, it, righteousness and holy, and that, that I must judge these people. And God's judgment on... I say, you know, are you, are you holier than Sabina Wormbrand? who's the wife of Richard Wormer, who suffered for their faith in the prisons of Romania. And that, because he said that his wife would never say anything bad about anybody. And he said he had a hard time having her say anything bad about Stalin. Now, are you holier than her? The truly righteous people are those who are most humble. God will take care of the rest. He says, that's my business. You, if you have to deal with something, you do it with great humility. And most of, most of us, Jesus said, don't even... He said, you're taking the, the splinter out, take the log out first. Because 99% of the time, you are, you are in sin. And when the time comes, you're so, when I have to have you deal with something, I'll do it in a godly way. God, it says, uses this. Not only does the enemy do this for destruction, but God uses this to test you. Do you know that? Is a scripture, it says that there must be heresies among you, and they're the same word, it must be factions among you, it says. There must be divisiveness, it says, in the epistles. It says to show who is God's, to show, to reveal. In other words, and this is in the Old Testament too, same principle, God uses this. Someone comes to you, God is using that, the evil that the enemy means for bad, he's going to use it to test you, and to grow you, and to show you. God, whenever someone comes up to you and starts speaking against another person, tearing them down, gossiping, you are being tested. Throwing darkness on someone or gloating over someone's misfortune. It's a test. Heaven's watching you. You see, you think, well, oh, the person's not here. That's what makes it easy to gossip. You never would say those things if the person was there, but you don't understand. Heaven is watching you. 
especially then. To see if you're going to join in with it and let it go. Go with that gossip. Go with that tearing down or you're going to resist it and oppose it with good. Heaven is watching. It reveals your heart. The enemy wants to, if he could have his way, destroy your life. If he could, the enemy wants to, if he could, destroy Beth Israel, wipe it out of existence. He wants to destroy everything that is good or used of God, everything, and yet God will use those very same things to test us and to grow us and to refine us. Those who participate in gossip and speak words of death, it means death has come into our hearts. Doesn't mean we don't love the Lord, but it means we better be careful because we let death in our heart. And if we don't get that out, we're in trouble. Why do people gossip? See, it means the enemy, you're actually being an instrument of the enemy. An instrument of the enemy. Yes, I'm trying to say this in terms because, in this strong because that's what the Bible says. Because that we'll be so revolted by it. Why do people gossip? Why do people tear down other people? Why do people read gossip? Why do people want to hear that there are, that somebody is in misfortune? That somebody has fallen? Why, do, why is there a pleasure in that? Why do some people talk about, oh, you see this guy fell, this one fell, and there's, they're gloating over it? Why? Because there's sin in the heart. That's why. If there's gossip on your tongue, there is darkness in the heart. There's, I'll tell you what caught, bitterness causes it. If you're bitter, you want to see things go wrong. Frustrated, you're frustrated with something, then you want to see something go wrong. You want to vent it, something like if you have a, 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 your, your view of life, you know, you're, you're trying to, competing, and, and then you hear other people are down, you think that lifts you up. You know, oh good, something happened to that person, so I'm more, more up. Or you believe the worst, and so when the worst happens, or you hear it, you, you gravitate to the worst. That's evil. Or you're envious of someone, so when they lose it, you say, ah, I don't feel so bad anymore. Jealousy, competition. You're not being filled by God. I mean, not that God isn't filling you, but it, you are not, it's a sign. It's a sign. It's an oil thing saying you are not being filled by the good or by God. If you were, you would not participate in any way in these things. You'd say, oh, I'm grieved by it because I'm of life. I'm full in God. I don't want misfortune. I don't want to tear down. I don't want to cast something on someone. Right now, there is a flu going around, a very potent flu. And some of you, right here, probably have a little bit of the infection. Some of you, I mean, with this size place, some of you, how many people are infected and you're infecting the person next to you? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because we just, it was on our hearts that we need, that we need to kind of, kind of give a inoculation. And then at the same time, the flu's going around and, and people, Joe is out a little bit and other people were out. And, and the flu is a disease in exactly the same way a disease works in the physical, so the germ of slander works to the spiritual. The enemy takes the same thing just like a disease, he puts it in spiritual form to get into your heart. There, there, now you better watch how you cough, because now everybody's going to say, this person is what he's talking about. 
As germ, well, you know, it's, a, it's an illustration. It's okay. You can keep coughing. It'll illustrate. A germ to the physical, to the spirit. How do you spread this flu? Cough. <laughs> Breathe. Speak. How do you get it? You speak with the wrong person. You receive the germ, and if you're weak, if your immune system is down, or you're weak, and you speak to the wrong person, you succumb. Think about that. When you are not really strong in the Lord, being filled in the Lord, and you go to the wrong person at the wrong time, you get infected. With words of death and slander. It's poisonous. Just like a germ, it takes life away from you. You know the, the, the strange thing? It makes a person feel good for a moment. It gives a kind of pride in the, you know, of judging, and then it just infects and takes the joy away. It takes the peace away. It takes the purity away. It strengthens all that, what gossip does and what slander and words of death do from the end. It strengthens everything that's wrong with you. It strengthens the pride. It strengthens judgment. It strengthens hardness of heart. All those things. And in the end, it incapacitates believers. If someone gives into it, it just takes its course. The point, and I've seen it, it just can destroy a walk. To find out how you can receive more of Jonathan's teachings, to receive special free gifts, or get in touch, go to hopeoftheworld.org or call toll-free 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's hopeoftheworld.org or call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's 1-800-937-4821. You can also get more at Jonathan Kahn's Facebook page or write us direct at Hope of the World, Box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644, USA.